0: Yeah, back. yeah I, I think I might have lost connection somehow. So
1: that, that was well, weird. Right next to my router, so I don't lose it.
0: <laughs> I actually put it. I put it on mobile now because if, for some uh-huh. reason my Wi-Fi has been taxed due to the you know working from home and I,
1: everything's on, like. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, I, I forgot where we were. Where were we? Uh, you well, were talking...
1: talking. About the lady that got beat. I think you were talking about your friend. that was heading out that way. Down yeah. North
0: yeah, he, he's from North Carolina. He's out there already. So he was just basically going go to go to to do his part in the peaceful protest. And I told, I told him, I was kind of feel as, as a friend, it's my job to talk you out of doing that.
1: <laughs> I was like, you need yeah, to keep your... At this point, honestly, I think to do your part would be better just to stay home. Exactly. Let, <laughs> let this stuff play out. Let it calm down. You know, at this point, it's an out-of-control fire. And, and anything that's added into it just going to add more fuel to it. Even innocent Innocent protesters are going to, they're just adding fuel to the fire. They're just going to make it worse. So it's better just to stay home, let this pass over. I think that the point has been gotten already. America mm-hmm. has heard, the world has heard mm-hmm. about this injustice and about not only this injustice, but all the injustices that have been going on. Not all, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, people have been getting, uh, uh, having problems throughout history. And we're aware of it. Everybody's aware now. America's awake. The world's awake. We uh, anything else is overkill, in my opinion, and it's just gonna add to the destruction of everybody, our our country. You know, we can't. It's time to stop. That's what I think.
0: Yeah, I, and I'm 100 percent in agreement with that. That's why I, I try to tell a bunch of folks that uh, they they were on the, the leaning on the side. Well, we needed political unrest to bring light to the situation. I said, well, every 10 years or so, some some guy gets killed. A black a black dude gets killed and people riot over it, and then it fizzes out. Yeah. <laughs> then it fizzes out and everyone's back to normal. I said maybe this will bring some sort of topic and discussion as, in regards to how certain, um, certain law enforcement folks are, are dealing with people. And me, even even with all the training I've had, I know not to kneel on a dude's neck like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, uh, you know, it's pretty what that guy did. I mean, uh, it's murder yeah you know there's no other excuse for what he did uh he wanted to cause that guy great bodily harm, and then the guy was begging and he can't breathe i mean how much how much more do you need i mean comes a point you got the guy under control he's handcuffed uh he's no threat uh, he was, so basically anything that you do to him is that harms him is a crime in my opinion you know
0: so, absolutely uh
1: so that guy. Cut his hair off and killed him, uh, but the, I think the big injustice at this point is they've not done anything to the other three officers that were there.
0: If you and I were, yep. working,
1: if you and I were working together and you were doing that and I saw that, I would tell you, Julius, uh, he's had enough. Get off his neck. I'll, I'll handle it from here or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm gonna,
0: exactly.
1: I'm not gonna let. I'm not gonna let you get yourself in trouble for one. If I'm your mm-hmm. buddy, and. Uh, yeah. And I'm not going to let you kill an innocent person. So there's two reasons why I would have stopped you. So these two, these other three cops that are there, I think they bear responsibility, and they also need to be uh, held accountable.
0: Yeah, I think I think those other cops were were fired as well.
1: That ain't enough.
0: Yeah, but they're <laughs> you're
1: right. They need to, but, they need to be held in front of the courts and let the people decide. You know, and, and I think year, they need to decide whether. Uh, but I think that the. There's enough there that criminally they they need to be charged with something, you know, accessories of the crime or whatnot.
0: Yeah, and and I and I and I think that's what the public's leaning on. They want to see. They want to because they they were even going as far as releasing the officer's wife's name and picture over social media, and they were doing all sorts of things. Huh? The
1: the wife.
0: The wife of the police officer. Yeah,
1: that's not good. That you know she had nothing to do with it. She exactly. You should be kept out of that picture too. I mean, in a, a fact, I saw something where she's divorcing that guy already. He's already filed for yeah. divorce, and and with good reason. I mean, maybe she didn't realize that she's married to a killer. Now she knows. Well,
0: well, I, I, and and I think in 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 hindsight too, uh, the divorce is needed to protect her her future and her assets with her kids. I agree. So I agree. yeah, so so he's gonna be held civilly liable for for that situation too. Yeah.
1: Making it similarly reliable, I, I did see that they had a uh uh GoFundMe page. And apparently they not not for the cop, for the victim. And mm-hmm. uh they had raised over three million dollars a couple of days ago. So I'm my oh, guess, wow, my guess is it's probably over four four million dollars by now. Oh, wow. Dinner, that's crazy. General expenses. And I'm thinking, well, shoot, yeah, you can bury that guy in a golden casket for that kind of money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or take, take, take a couple, take a couple mil of mil that and put it in trust to his two young daughters.
1: Yeah. Yeah. His kids for yeah. Sure, you know, uh, maybe they can donate some of that for education. Uh, not, I'm not talking about education of the kids, but maybe if they got a lot of extra money, uh, public announcement or something you know saying hey you know racism is bad no matter what i mean and we've seen it from all all walks of life i mean there's black people that are racist there's white people that are racist there's mexicans that are racist latinos <laughs> there's mm-hmm. asians that are racist you find racist in every group just like you're gonna find bad people in every group you're gonna find good people in every group you know because we're just yeah. people well the bottom line is we're just people we're not it doesn't really matter your skin color or your origin we're all human beings, you know, so we all have the same, we all have feelings, whether it be good yep. bad,
0: And we're all imperfect in our own way.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sure, I mean, I, I've got a good buddy, and a black dude, and let me tell you, he, I'm Latino, you know, so I'm a minority and all that, but he talks about white people like, I'm not sure not <laughs> He's had bad experiences because he's my age and I grew up with that in the sixties, you know, and I know what it's like to be discriminated against. But um he doesn't like the white man, you know, and uh says they're racist and all that stuff, but the way he talks to the point where it's almost like he's a racist now, you know? He's <laughs> yeah. he what he hates.
0: Yeah, they they call it they call it what they reverse racism.
1: <laughs> I feel bad. Reverse guy, racism. But he's a good guy, but tired of hearing it you know what i'm saying friends that are white i've got friends that you know
0: uh, I got, got, yeah
1: we've all got friends that are white we've all got friends that are all kinds of colors you know and, uh, i just you can't blame everybody for something that one guy did you know
0: yeah, absolutely and i and i think that in a lot of circumstances but when, when it comes to folks that are racist they 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 kind of take the bad of every situation. I said the only the only the only other group of people that are judged like by how racist folks judge other folks are like by, so the wrong of one becomes the face of many are usually like police officers. One police officer yeah. screws up, they look at everybody, all the cops are bad now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's sad because you know what? These same people that are destroying them cops are going to be calling them cops to help them one day. And those mm-hmm. cops will be there without even thinking twice about it. You know, they would not, they don't hold grudges. They can't, mm-hmm. you know. They're, they're not going to be, okay, like say what's going on now, you know, they destroyed that cop station. That doesn't mean that all the cops in the United States are going to hate black people or the mm-hmm. and or whoever's out there did doing it. Uh, there's a lot of white kids out there thought too, you know, and I saw a lot of Latinos out there. There's everybody out there. But one thing I did notice is that they're all young. They're young kids for the yeah. majority. You know, they're below 30, let's say. Mm -hmm. looks like to me, you know, and I don't know what age group that falls into as far as, you know, millennial or what it is, but whoever they are, I don't think their parents taught them good values. Because my kid, when those riots started, my kid just arrived at boot camp. He's in the Army, you know. My kid's Mm -hmm. serving. My other one, he's here at home, finishing up his school. and, And, you know, I know where he is every night, which is at home. My kids mm-hmm. are running wild, you know, because I raise them better than that. And if people would take personal responsibility in raising their families, uh, we probably wouldn't have a lot of the we have right now. I think.
0: Yeah, and 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 I always tell people too that, that that the looters are opportunists. They see a a a a chance to get some free shit because that, it's mm-hmm. that's not proven that's not proven any points by you know. I'm not I'm not helping the cause by breaking in the Gucci and stealing some freaking Gucci shades or breaking in the cheesecake factory and stealing cheesecakes and burning <laughs> down CVS. Literally, yo, there's a lady walking down the street with a whole ass cheesecake, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you should have brought it to
1: my house. I'll need it for
0: her. <laughs> she looted the cheesecake factory, bro. Cheesecake. I was like, what the
1: hell? <laughs> yeah, I I think. Part of it too, Lou, is you have a small group of agitators that get everybody yeah, going. They get everybody going. They, they're the ones that break the window and say, "Hey, let's get some free shoes," and everybody runs there. Why not? You know,
0: they is, didn't is plan they, they,
1: to get free shoes, but hey, if there's a free pair of shoes, might as well take them.
0: It's uh, it's the what, what they call it the herd mentality.
1: Yeah. Once yeah.
0: once once a group starts going that way, everyone else follows.
1: Well, you say but <laughs> if I stay, if I don't go in, and everybody else is um is it gonna make a difference no i might as well go on in then because it'll make Mm -hmm. a difference for me because i get a pair of two hundred dollar shoes that i normally wouldn't have yeah especially during this economy you know i I think the fact that everybody's been locked up for three months that's going to create a lot of tension right there you know people can't even go to, uh, to the beach without being arrested or can't go to church without being arrested you know or you know, cited or whatever. The cops are everywhere, bothering everybody because of the governors. I believe the governors. The governors are the ones to blame for all this stuff. It's not. It's not the cops. At this point, it's not the cops. It's not the rioters. It's 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 the governors. They're not. They're not leading. They're not giving the uh, the control that needs to be given that the people trusted them to give give us. The governors are not governing.
0: Yeah, and, and they. Like, I guess Trump just said something about calling the governor's week and told him to use force on the protesters instead of allowing them just to while out.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I know that, you know, it's like um, it's like your dog when you're walking him on a leash. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you let go of the leash and the dog runs off, whose fault is that? that it's, is not true. My fault. it's my fault because I let go of the leash. Well, these governors are the ones that have the leash on, the, on, on their states, and when they let go of that leash, and the people go out of control, they can't blame the cops. It's the governors, especially when the governor tell the cops to stand down, let them burn mm-hmm. down, let them do this, let them do that. So the people start thinking that hell, we're, there's no power that can beat us. We, we're redecide we decide completely. It's anarchy, and you know it's not good for our country because it's going to cease to exist if they keep doing what they're doing. you want to destroy the country, do it. But you're going to have to live with the consequences.
0: And that's that's what I I, I tried to explain to one of my young friends, because she was like she she was actually being pro riot. And I was like, well, the riot doesn't really solve anything. And I said, a lot of a lot of those people that are in those places rioting are from outside of those communities and they're destroying those communities. And a lot of these stores will just collect their insurance money and move out and leave. And I said, and on top of that, it's like although it's all racist doing, all racists doing it, the alt right racist people are gonna say, "See, look, I told you. Look at what they're doing to their own shit." And then my boy, my boy was under the impression that there was gonna be some sort of race war. And I told him, I said, "Listen, the alt right supremacists have been collecting weapons for decades. They train their babies to shoot. So yeah. if it comes down, if it comes down to it, Tyrone's gonna be fucked." <laughs> <laughs> if we, we got go to go
1: ahead, I'm not an all right supremacist, but I taught my boys mm-hmm. how to shoot. Yeah, I taught them how to, <laughs> how to clean their guns, how to load them, how to take care of them, how to properly use them. Because I think if you're going to own guns, it's your responsibility. If you, you're going to own guns and you have kids, and you have the kids are cu- curious about guns, and if you know you're going to have guns around the house and you're not home, you need to teach them to find a way to get to them. So you might as well just let them get to them while you're there so that they can explore and get over that desire. and mm-hmm. you can about gun safety and about proper you know never point a gun at an individual treat every gun like it's loaded you know all that
0: yeah I've I've taught I was able to teach my oldest daughter that but by the time you know by the time my other ones got old enough to do it me and my ex-wife were divorced so I wasn't around to really teach them as much but but yeah my oldest daughter is actually really good first time I took her to the range everything in a five ring bro
1: (laughs) (laughs) right better than me (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so but, but yeah um, i mean as a parent you're you're 100 correct the parents it's kind of your duty especially if you're gonna have weapons around your child to to, to kind of teach them and 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 like 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 i had one of my friends he, he he called his daughter over he said honey what do you do if you see a gun leave it there go get an adult
1: yeah, <laughs> don't <exactly>. touch it <laughs> you might touch it for sure you know but yeah i don't know you know what like, my my dad had guns when I was growing up, and I know, I mean, I, we, we always had God taking care of us because our parents were busy working. <laughs> 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 he had guns That's... around, you know, and uh, curiosity. You want to know about these guns. You want to know what they're what they're all about. You want to look at it. What touch you want to hold it and all that, you know? Lucky he didn't have them loaded and, you know, all that. So nobody <laughs> well, got hurt. We were playing with them, you know? Uh, and so- yeah, my
0: great-grandpa kept a thirty eight in his headboard. Yeah, and a rifle near the front door and the child safety locks was don't touch it
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that was the same one we had of course when he was gone we looked at it anyway you know, yeah. but, you know kids have got a natural curiosity so man, you need to just go ahead and let them touch it and hold it and pull the trigger and all that just make sure it's empty and teach them I don't know, while you're out of here you might as well take them out and show them how to do trigger control side alignment and, hey let's go to the range and we'll use them You know, that's kind of how it went with us. You know, my kids, you know, to this day, you know, knock on wood or thank God nobody's been hurt and, you know, things have gone good, you know, in our household, but we're, we're what you call locked and loaded. we got plenty of guns, plenty of ammo. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. all right. I consider myself conservative. I I like my country the way, the way it is. I don't like it destroyed. I don't like the racism. I've experienced racism firsthand. That can always be uh, improved upon you know but um i do like america the way it is and i think a lot of people like america the way it is that's why they come here that's why they're dying to come here you know if this place was so bad they wouldn't be dying to come here they'd be dying to get out of here
0: exactly like i was telling one of my home one of my homegirls she has she has a anxiety issues and with everything going on she was like i want to move to africa i said have you ever even been to africa I was like, there's some pretty shitty places. There's some awesome countries in Africa, but they 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 got genocide. They got everything a lot worse is going on there in that continent than ever could go on here. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was
1: let her watch that movie where I forget what the name it was, where the guys were killing each other with machetes. Yeah, two different mm-hmm. groups of Tutsis, and I don't know what the other group was, but they were. I think it was in Rwanda or somewhere. They were yeah chopping them up with machetes and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, and I told you seen that movie, right?
0: I, th- I think so. I think I know what you're talking about.
1: It's pretty sad, you know. But yeah, this is a good place to be. We can always improve. But uh, and and the right to peaceful protest is a good thing. But you need to remember, it's peaceful protest, not violent protest. And the rioting, you know.
0: And also, like my my um, one of my one of my homies, he was talking about how he kept seeing these videos of just police tear gas and groups, crowds of people. And I was like, well, why? What happened? I said, right now, police, police departments are being careful. If they're tear gas in a crowd, there has to be a reason. They're not just going to lob off tear gas. Either that or we're going to have a bunch of new millionaires because all these people are going to be suing. Not <laughs> they're
1: going to run out of tear gas when they really need it.
0: Yep. <laughs> but then come to find out, these people were holding large protests with groups of people in states that were locked down.
1: Well, you, you saw. You saw these videos of these cops running people over to get out of, you know, they're being mobbed in their- mm-hmm. and they're, they're having to use the cars to knock people down to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think when you're in, when your life's in danger and if you sense like it's in danger, which I think if I had a thousand people mobbing my car, I would feel like I was in, you know, maybe. Definitely. Danger. You can use anything to defend yourself. If you, you know I mean? If you need to use your car, then you use your car to get out of there. I'm not justifying what they did, because I don't know what the situation was. I just seen what I saw on, on the TV, and it did look like about a 1,000 to 1. <laughs> the numbers, you know, uh, they could tear you up pretty quickly, you know, if they get you out yeah. of the car. So don't stop the car and uh, get the hell out Keep of Keep moving. If people in front of you, uh, I'm sorry, but you should have moved out of the way.
0: Exactly.
1: I, I feel pops, yeah. pops. you know, they're going to. You know they're going to be having to live with all the all the shock of of what they endured. A lot of the guys are going to have PTSD, maybe. Who knows?
0: Yeah, and 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 rightfully so. This is a, a like a traumatic situation. Like I even tell some folks too. I, I saw this moving video once. It was a police officer that actually had to shoot a a perp that was that had a weapon, but the cop was so emotionally destroyed after shooting him that he literally was sobbing. Any other officers had to hug him to kind of calm him down. I could imagine. And, and and he and he was just like, why wouldn't he stop? Why wouldn't he stop? Yeah,
1: you. Know, you know, he was. Nobody wants to kill somebody unless you're just an evil individual. You know, there are a exactly. lot there for sure. You know, but I, I like to think that the majority of Americans are not evil. You know, we yeah. have bad. Like. You know, we do bad things, but we're not all evil. You know. I agree. Uh, I definitely agree. I've never, I've never, I've been in situations where it was shoot, don't shoot, you know, and I didn't shoot, and I could have shot justifiably, and that would have been a Latino shoot a white guy, but (laughs) I didn't do it, you know, because I didn't have to. I pushed it to the last second, and uh, we, we, we took this guy down, but I could have shot him, and uh, I got an award for not shooting him, actually.
0: That's what's up. Yeah, I
1: got a cash award and some time off, you know, paid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're not shooting you know i got recognized for the fact that i was able to show good restraint good judgment and i was fair to you you know a couple of years in so mm-hmm. uh, my mama didn't raise me be shooting people but i'm a lot older now i mean i would probably i might have shot him shoot him now <laughs> i'm a little saltier than i was back then you know before,
0: but, a little little, but, little, little more weather
1: yeah yeah but, but <laughs> I didn't do it, you know. Uh, I chose the path that I thought I needed to choose, and, and everything came out good. Nobody got hurt, and we arrested the guy, you know, so charge him with assault on a federal agent, and off he went, you know. But uh, I don't know, you know, it, it would have been traumatic at that time, probably if I had shot him. I don't know how I would have handled it, you know. Because, you know, we're all trained and everything, but and they even teach you how to shoot and fire ring and all that, hit target, you know, two to the chest, one to the head, but they don't teach you how to deal with the outcome of your –
0: The emotional yeah. outcome.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know this cop. That's in jail right now for, for uh, you know, this murder. But he's a, uh, he's got to be suffering. You got to think about. I mean, I, I realize what he did is evil and everything, and I can't be in his mind to think what he was thinking when he was doing what he was doing. Sometimes we just mm-hmm. get knuckleheaded. We don't. We're not thinking. We're not using good judgment sometimes. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting in jail now. Got a lot of time to think and see on TV what's going on. Thanks to him.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: So, uh, they're going to have to hang that guy.
0: <laughs> well, I had, I had, a, I had a, a, my, my theory was that even, even with the, 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 worst case scenario, usually in wrongful death with police officers, we've been seeing a, a common, common sentence of like 10 to 15 years. They don't usually give him life, yeah. but he, he might be a landmark case. They might actually wind up hitting him with some, a life sentence.
1: I, I, I don't know, but I think that his buddies need to get to some of that, too. You know, I don't think they need be able to just walk away and have it. Because, look, during World War Two, when those Nazis were executing all these Jews, a lot of people that just stood by and watched and didn't do nothing because they were following orders. Well, following orders don't cut it. If you know that what's going on is wrong and you follow orders anyway because you were ordered to do it, that's not an excuse. You can still be prosecuted for it. Uh oh, guys weren't following orders, but they were supporting this guy. And if they were really supporting him, they would have got him to get his neck, off, his uh, knee off off his neck. You know, and, and uh, they didn't do it. So, to me, I think they they bear some responsibility. You know, yeah, they got and yeah. the police have to police each other. Border patrol agents did it. You know, we did it out there in the field. You, we police each other. You, one of your buddies does something that's heavy handed. You, you, you know, you tune them up out there. Don't do that shit. You know, you're gonna get yourself in trouble. You're gonna get me in trouble. I'm not, I'm not having any part of it. You know, and nobody, nobody was there to tune this guy up. I think he was a senior guy out there too, so maybe that's why. I don't know.
0: It's possible. Because I was even saying, like, even as a as a young buck in situations where I had to gain control of an individual, um, if I had if I had that type of pin on him and we got him cuffed, one I either would have got up myself or one of the other guys would have slapped me on the back or I let him up. Yeah he's good. Good.
1: He's good. yeah. he's good. He's good. He's good. You know, I mean, you look out for each other. Cause I'm not going to let you get yourself in trouble if I'm out there with you. Even if you're my supervisor, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you get yourself in trouble. I would say, hey, uh, he's had enough, sir. Uh, I think you need to get off of him. You know, mm-hmm. I'll handle him for you. You know? Think, exactly. Uh, somebody should have done something. So I I just think those three those three other officers that were there bear some kind of responsibility too. you know, and I think, from what I've been seeing on TV, the people that have been interviewed—they've been saying the same thing. They're feeling that the that there's not enough there. First off, the charges weren't high enough on the first guy, and the, the other th- the other three got nothing yet. You know, they're getting fired. Well, you know that's nothing. Getting fired from a job is nothing. Yeah. Cheap for somebody's life. So. Uh,
0: yeah, you're absolutely right, and I think the, I think something's definitely coming. They're not gonna they're not gonna get off, Scott. Well, the it feds is, are the good. feds
1: are gonna do something if the state doesn't. And like you said, you know about that 15 years. You know they get about 15 years. That's because they're tried by the state and they're tried within their own jurisdiction, so to speak, and by their mm-hmm. own people. They're judged by their own people. And, you know, people in the community, and you know they tend to uh, more humanize the situation, where hopefully the feds. We're going to come in and try to federal court. And, um, you know what? The jail time you get, you're going to do what? What do they do? Eighty percent of their time now, or something?
0: Mm, I, I think so. So
1: they'll be doing a pretty much time. Uh, I'm sure they're going to find, if nothing else, you know, violations of their constitutional rights or something or the others on on them. You know, uh, for what they did and, or failed to do. You know, failing to uh, intervene and stop this other cop those other three, they, they failed to intervene and stop this cop from, you know, uh, when you're in law enforcement, you enforce the laws with everybody, not just civilians, but also with other law enforcement officers. You need to intervene. It's your duty to intervene to stop that from happening.
0: And, and, and that's what I break down, too, because whether you join the military or whether you swear in for state or federal law enforcement, you take the same oath to defend, support and defend the United States Constitution. The Constitution is the citizen's protection from the government. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You, you know, so, so you're, you're, you're the people's, you're supposed to be the people's champion. Yep. On both ends. And, and, and when some of these places are going to martial law, and I, I told people that's not good. And it was like, what, and what do you mean? I said, so now you're going to have soldiers policing the streets. They have good training, but how many water bottles to the face you think a 19-year-old boy with an M4 is going to take before he cracks your skull? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not many. Somebody's police, and, and, and to be a law enforcement official, you're, you almost got to be superhuman. You got to go zero. You, you got to keep your emotions intact. You go from zero to 100. One minute, you got someone trying to kill you. The next minute, you need to care about their well-being once you get them restrained. You can't just stay emotional and, in the moment. And it's like a
1: yo yo so, effect, you know, you're going up and down, up and down, up and down all day long, you know, and then you go home when you're supposed to be uh, normal, come back home and well, a lot of these guys get in trouble for slapping their wives around and stuff, you know, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it, I think that stuff wears on you after a while and you know, you, you a lot of people can't handle it and they crack and they slap their wives or they get in altercations with citizens off duty or whatever and get in trouble and a lot of people lose their jobs, you know.
0: A lot of times, mm-hmm. not for what
1: they did on duty, but what for what they did off of duty. You know, I've seen a lot of people uh, be disciplined and and removed from their positions because of uh, stuff they did when they weren't working. And you know, it's got to do with that yo-yo effect. And how do you totally unwind when you get home? You know,
0: mm-hmm. or, or what the military used to call a decompression when you're coming back from a, a, a war environment, and you and you need to. They have a period of time where they had the soldiers decompressed because a lot of the guys, especially like Fort Bragg and all of them, they were coming home and there was a couple of years where these war torn veterans were all coming home and murdering their wives yeah. and, 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 and the military noticed that there was an issue. So they tried to do this decompression training for all soldiers running off coming off of off duty.
1: And they, and they tried to remedy it. So did it work?
0: I mean, there hasn't been many murders, so I guess it works yeah. kind of. Hasn't been many murders because it was bad back then. It was like not just one or two; it was like six different soldiers came home and and wound up killing their wives. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I, I think what happens with the law enforcement, though, is mm-hmm. you know they are patrolling. Say they're assigned certain communities. If they, this guy mm-hmm. may have been assigned a, a black community for a long time, and he. They get like desensitized. You know what I'm saying? Remember how we have to do sensitivity I, training about each other and everything, Mm-hmm, like, gender mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, these guys they become desensitized, and they, you know, they begin to think that they're the king of the walk or whatever. Maybe I don't know. They <laughs> uh, get over. They they, they overstepped that boundary, and, and the results is what we're having now. You know, this is the worst time hopefully the worst it'll ever be in our lifetimes, you know, okay, I've seen the yeah. situation where we have, you
0: know. It's definitely, it's definitely a landmark situation because of, and, and what I find, I find that it triggered a lot of people emotionally throughout the country. Um, and people are upset, like, because they look at this man as like one of their brother just got mm-hmm. killed. So, so a lot of people are, are, are having, being emotionally triggered by, by the situation. And I mean, under, understandably so, because we bitch, literally watch a man get killed. I yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> but I so. can't
1: even watch that anymore. I wish he'd quit playing it. We've,
0: yeah, we've,
1: I know. Every time, <laughs> you know, still emotionally, it bothers her. You yeah. know, I mean, you don't get numb to seeing somebody get killed. It, it, you know, you go watch it twenty times, and it's still gonna affect you.
0: And then the poor man screams out for his dead yeah, mother. That was heartbreaking. Yeah. So. That
1: cop, he looked, he looked bad. He looked like a bad guy. I mean, I'm sorry, but that that, that whole film does nothing but find him guilty. In my opinion, they couldn't. They would have to present yeah. any other evidence. I, I mean, it's going to be hard to find that guy at trial somewhere. You know, he's going to have to go in front of a judge rather than a jury. I would think because if uh, so you find a jury that doesn't that hasn't seen that video and doesn't think that he's guilty for what he did or know that he's guilty for what he did, uh, it's going to be hard. Uh,
0: I, and, and and we were talking, they were talking about that too. They were said that was one reason why it'd probably be better tried in federal court, but still federal court, this is a nationwide issue. Uh, it's going to be hard pressed to find anyone.
1: I think you <laughs> better off just going in front of a judge rather than going in front of a jury. You know, they let you pick, don't they? Whether you go in front of a judge or a jury when you're going to be tried. Uh,
0: I I I have no clue about I think, that. I think, it's a possibility. I think you
1: need to choose a jury trial or you know, one in front of a judge. I think it's your choice as the accused. And uh uh if I was him or his lawyer, i have never been a lawyer, a lawyer i would probably think again this dad's chances better with a fair judge. I'm not saying that a jury can't be fair, but you know, knowing a judge is proven to be fair in, in situations like this rather than a jury that may be emotionally mm-hmm. swayed. You know, so
0: or or, or or, or, have been emotionally touched by the case yeah. itself anyway from watching, watch, like you said, watching that video yeah. over and over and yeah. over and, again. And
1: the press, you know, the trial by media that, you know, we, you and I seem to think the same way. The guy's guilty as hell. And probably 99.999% mm-hmm. of the rest of the United States thinks the same way. That the guy's guilty as hell. So <laughs> where's he going to find a, a jury that, that he's not supposed to prove his innocence? His, his guilt is supposed to be proven. Well, he's we'll by mm-hmm. seeing the video, we, we've all been – we all believe that he's guilty, you know. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how the whole thing plays out.
0: How, the, how they get him his fair trial. Like, I remember when they had the uh, 40 officers outside his home to protect him, and there was crowds of people out there screaming at the officers, videotaping it. Why are you protecting the murderer? And then I told my buddy, like, he was like, yeah, was it really – I think it was overkill to have all those officers there. Then, as they start burning down the whole damn town, I said, "You think that officer presence was overkill?" He's like, "Absolutely <laughs> not."
1: <laughs> honestly, he should have been t- taken him into protective custody.
0: He should have, he yeah. should have, honestly, and, and even so, with
1: his family, they still well, would have had to be
0: there because of, if they would have
1: taken him into protective custody, though, it would have it would have shown, okay, the guy's in jail. We've got him in jail right now. They could have cut, the, the police commissioner could have cut him out and said, "We've got him in jail. He's in custody right now." Okay, we're gonna go mm-hmm. and charge him. We're looking at how we can charge him best so that we can make sure that we can win this case. But he is in custody. And see, that's the problem. He, got, he was allowed to walk free for four days, and, or three or four days. And they could have avoided a lot of that. If they would have locked that sucker up the first day, I would have locked all the mm-hmm. four of the cops up. I'm sorry, I'd have, for protective reasons, nothing else. But you're under protective custody. You're in jail right now. If, if, I don't know much mm-hmm. about that part of the constitution whether they can do it or not but i'm, I'm guessing that they probably mm-hmm. could you know uh or find some kind of a small charge to put him on and hold him in in jail till they charge him big you know um you know undue force or something because they had him handcuffed just the fact that they did him like they did it's pretty obvious they could have charged him with at least the something under color of law you know some kind of uh, abuse of power under color of authority you know because they're and mm-hmm. duties or whatnot, but I don't know. But I would I would have locked them up if I could have. Just, just I think it would have avoided a lot of these riots and stuff that are going on right now.
0: And in, in, in some circumstances, I think so too. But some of these folks, they were looking to get some well, free yeah. shit. They, they, they didn't.
1: <laughs> I, I, I could not think that there's outside agitators, you know, antique for a Oh, definitely. They were looking for a reason to go uh, strip uh, shit anyway. You know, so this was just their opportunity. This was an opportunity to go out oh, and definitely. create havoc, and uh, at this point, they've created havoc to the point where they come to my door. Let me tell you, Mister Forty Cal got to be meeting them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and 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 that's what we were talking about too. I guess I heard a rumor that they actually moved because there were some protesters outside the White House out mm-hmm. here in DC, and um, they wound up moving uh, Trump out of that area. And some people was like, oh, they they moved Trump he's scared, he's scared us to like, go. If they had to move our commander-in-chief, that's not a good thing. Not only that, but I don't <laughs> I think like... it's Trump's
1: call. I think the Secret Service makes those calls.
0: Because with... their number one thing yeah, is to protect I, him.
1: I don't think Trump could say, well, no, guys, uh, you're the Secret Service, but I'm going to make the call on this one. I think that when it comes to protecting the president, the office of the president, I don't think he has a choice. I think he has to do what they say.
0: Yeah, pretty much. I I, I would assume the same. <laughs> That's yeah. how they keep them. Yeah. Keep them not, safe. Not,
1: not for, for him, but for the country. You know, I'm, mm-hmm, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, there are people who love to see him and Mike Pence go, and then we'll see who who would be in charge.
0: <laughs> oh, Nancy <my> Pelosi.
1: <laughs> Is she yeah. still the speaker? Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> uh, and, uh, too, so I don't know what would happen. She's going to run the uh, country from uh, her multi-million dollar mansion in San Francisco? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but, but you, what, what were your thoughts on, I, probably, I think I mentioned it a little earlier, on Trump's uh, telling the governors to start using more force on the unruly protesters?
1: Um, I think that's something that probably didn't need to be said. I think if those governors need to be told that, I mean, that, that, to me, it's obvious that more force needs to be like used. He, they, need he, to, they need to get organized in the cops. They do need to use more force. I'm sorry. We were taught riot I, control when I went to the academy. I'm Yes, yeah, sir. I would even volunteer to go help over there for free. Give me a form and a stick. <laughs> but I'll probably be breaking some arms and legs because I'm sorry. But that's the way we were taught, you know. I mean, uh, you hold your ground. You, you stop and – you remember stomping drag and you hit with a the- stick?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I when I when I worked for the Bureau back in the day, um I I was on a disturbance control team, so I had extra training. And in the uh-huh. army too, we did riot yeah. control. In the army I did riot control too, yeah. The stomp yeah. and drag. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I I think um for those governors to have to be told that is kind of an embarrassment for them. Because you know, all good leaders um control their areas. You know, mm-hmm. as a supervisor, well, I control my unit. Uh, and if my person is acting on him, I bring him in and straighten him out and we get going and we're done. Same thing because, mm-hmm. you know, they're, I'm held held accountable for what my unit does. Well, the governor's held accountable for what happens in his state. And I don't think and, Trump and, needs to be telling him that. I mean, if he has to, that, that, that's on him you know maybe he doesn't look good but he doesn't well, care about whether it looks good or not you know
0: oh definitely not and he did it in traditional um slick big don fashion he called he called them weak because they won't use force well
1: <laughs> he might he called them weak
0: yeah i think
1: so i think they are being weak you know because they've allowed this to happen under their watch you know uh i don't know you know at this point you know it's gonna come up time where they don't act he's, he's not going to have any choice but to sit in the feds you really don't you know, we don't mm-hmm. want martial law
0: and and, that, and that's what I try to explain to some of the young folks I said martial law is not something and they're like well we got a right to protest I said yeah but when martial law your constitutional nope. rights are they diminished should. baby
1: they're <laughs> diminished and you're ruled by the military
0: <laughs> yes and I, and I said and, and I told him I said y- you, you guys are complaining
1: yeah and like you said these little 18-year-olds that are out there fresh out of the academy. The
0: soldiers aren't. Uh, it's, it's training. <laughs> well, as an MP, yeah, we we had a little bit of training to deal to deal with like riot control and yeah. Riot control and things of that. I... Yeah. Yeah, I'm still Go here. Ahead. Someone tried to call me.
1: Yeah. Oh. So uh they didn 't teach you as well as they did like in the federal well, academies, law uh, the,
0: academy. the the military academy like from what I could tell, was pretty extensive, like the military police because I went through some a special a special academy that they had for reservists and and it was it was very uh-huh. like it was intense it was a like a smaller short a shorter period of time it was a lot of stuff crammed into this small period of time and they did they did they did uh domestic calls traffic stops we did all that stuff in the, in the <laughs> m p school Um with the Bureau, when I worked for the state, the state I used to work for, their academy in regards to correctional Mm -hmm. stuff and and working with people was way better than on the federal side, than BOP. Yeah. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. We had, I had the Border Patrol. Of course, it was the cream of the crop there at the Fed Academy, in my opinion. You know, we, we were marching in uniform and all that stuff, like paramilitary versus everybody just nonchalantly going to their classes with their shirts untucked mm-hmm. and all that, you know, we we're totally squared the hell away. It's pretty, pretty impressive training. And, uh, the, uh, the riot control training was very good. I think we had riot control training the same week that we had the gas chamber training, you know, where your snot's hanging out about four feet from yo, your nose. Yo,
0: and that's one thing I always <laughs> told people too, because I, I, I've been exposed to CS gas multiple times over my lifetime span. And I've been pepper sprayed for, for work multiple times, including the mil- and in the military, <laughs> i much rather deal with CS than pepper spray any day. <laughs> me too.
1: Let me tell you, I had to do the pepper spray training that can not mm-hmm. be able to carry it uh, after the fact. I was already a supervisor. But uh, they made you get all sweaty. They made you do mm-hmm. run and do push-ups and then do some jumping jacks. They'd be saying some kind of a cadence or something. And when your mouth open, they spray that stuff right in your mouth, down your throat, and then they spray mm-hmm. it all over your face. And it just takes your breath away. And it felt like, to me, a molded, a, a leather belt that was molded to fit perfectly mm. on your face, just mm. as hard as could be in, in my face. You know, it, it, it was the most god awful pain. And I then I it just doesn't go
0: away. <laughs> it doesn't stinks. go away.
1: And what happened with me, I got a, I think, a piece of that pepper or something in my eye, and my eye got infected, and I ended up missing about 10 oh, days of wow. work. It swole up and everything Look like somebody put. I look like Rocky, <laughs> <laughs> Rocky Balboa. You know, I had that old yeah, eyeball.
0: Yeah, I I hate that shit, bad. man. Like I, I went, and then I'm in in And as an MP, they actually had us. Uh, they hit us, and then we had to do an obstacle course right after they sprayed you. And, and I think, and um, go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, and ahead. and it was the
0: same. I think it was the same with any agency. Uh, the agency I work for now, they um they sprayed us and had us do an obstacle course at the academy.
1: See, when I did it, they had to get all sweaty, mm-hmm. you know. And then they <laughs> and then they they attacked. You. Yeah, <laughs> they have a red. Man, the, the red man came after you, and you know you're supposed to hit it with your baton, and then he says. Uh, and then he pulls out a knife, and then you have to pull your gun, and then he tells you that your are gun jammed. <laughs> <laughs> so my goodness, man, I've had it all over here. You know? and, you, and, you know
0: purpose, and you know the purpose of spraying, spraying folks is so you know that you could possibly fight through it. So if you ever get hit in the line of duty, you know that, hey, listen, yeah, it sucks, but I can fight through this and get shit going.
1: And you can't. Yeah. You can't. <laughs> it, it's... It, it, It's very shocking, but you know, see, a lot of people too, they get killed. Cops get killed because they, you can't believe this is happening to you. Mm -hmm. You're, you know, when you first get attacked, you're in that denial mode. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: When you lost control and somebody's on you and they're trying to get your gun out of your holster, you're in that denial mode. Like, I cannot believe this is happening to me. I can't Mm -hmm. believe it. And the sooner you snap out of that mode, the sooner you can defend yourself and take control of the situation. Absolutely. But if if you don't snap out of that thing within a matter of one or two seconds, the game's over. You're you're dead. And, you know. And so they, they train you, you know, to kinda of like get over that shock mode. And I, I think being pepper sprayed kind of prepares you if you ever get pepper sprayed. I've been there, done that. Deal, you know? Yeah. So they, they keep your wits they teach you to keep your wits under control and about you and be able to rebound quickly. If you don't rebound quickly, they will take your gun and they will kill you. There are people out there, oh, definitely. Even so, you know, that's but it, it was fun. I enjoyed that that whole experience there, you know. But uh, I feel for these cops now because uh, they're not having any fun,
0: they're not. Them. They're not like um, my buddy was telling me too. He said he, he foresees like uh, a lot because people are already disrespectful to law enforcement as it is anyway. And um, yeah. and I'm seeing a video, there was this young hip hop artist, a gay girl. She's screaming at the cops at the top of her lung because they did a traffic stop on one of her fans. And she's yelling at them, Why are you you and then just swearing at them, swearing at them, and basically being an antagonizing the situation, the cops kept calm. They they let her go with a written warning. And then the rapper turns around and she's like, Luckily, I was here. Blah, blah, blah. I said, Actually, you were the worst thing to be there. <laughs> You were the most negative freaking thing in <laughs> the situation. You're screaming at the top of your lungs. Your fan was calm. The cops were calm. You were yelling and swearing and being disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, you gotta be kidding me.
1: Hey, did you see that video where that lady was, big black lady slapped that white cop? No.
0: What, what was?
1: She might have slapped him. It was either a slap or a punch, but she did it twice. One on each cheek. I think bitch slapped him on the right. <laughs> she slapped him on the left, and there was a black cop standing to her, to her right, and uh, behind her just a little bit. He just clocked her, dude. She went down like a sack of potatoes. Okay, I how- mean, she was? He he nailed her, but hard. She went down for the count. Okay, out, I,
0: I oh sure. I, I, I was trying to Google it to see see if I could see it.
1: It's on. It's on I thought on Twitter. But she got clocked really I mean It, it was The white cop I can see why he didn't do it He didn't defend himself Because he didn't want to be You know A racist cop here You know Hitting this mm-hmm. lady You know Being videotaped she did uh, The only thing that they Fucked Screwed up on Is she should have woke up With handcuffs on her
0: Yeah I, <laughs> I, to, I to, to, up to be
1: up so woke up.
0: To, to be ballsy enough To assault A law enforcement official
1: Yeah Yeah they didn't cuff her, you know. Uh, they uh, she was out though. Then the video cut off, so maybe they cuffed her after the fact. But it, it it was it was funny. I was I was laughing when I saw it. I mean, she got what she deserved. Uh, I would never in my wildest dream think about hitting a cop. You know, not even now. You know, after having experienced everything I experienced in life, I would never go. Maybe that's why I wouldn't. But. Hitting a cop is the stupidest thing you can
0: do. <laughs> Yo, this is, I don't know, th- I think this was a, a video in Poland that I just pulled up. It was a Polish police officer, and a woman was berating him, and he was calm, and he had his glasses on, and she slapped the living shit out of the guy, and he just calmly put his glasses back on, she kept talking, and he slapped the shit out of her back, and she starts bawling. <laughs> she starts crying. And I was like, yo, what did she think was going to happen? She assaulted this man and then kept yelling at his face, yeah. and he slapped the piss. He slapped it, like, literally, like black parents say, they'll slap the taste out your mouth. That's what he did to her ass. but
1: <laughs> hey, so what do you think with this? How long do you think these riots are going to last?
0: How long do you think the what's going to last? The
1: riots. I don't know. I mean, until... No, really, in my opinion, they're riots because protests are over. They're rioting now. Yeah. You know? Really... You know, I don't even remember the guy's name at this point because there's been so much going on with the protests, with
0: mm-hmm. the riots.
1: What, what was the guy's name?
0: Floyd. Was it? Yeah. yeah.
1: You know, I, I'm sorry, but I've had so much go through my mind that I forgot his name because I've seen so many buildings burned down and so much going on. People driving semi trucks into crowds and stuff that That guy's name gets lost in, 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 the, in the crowd. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Unfortunate for him and his family. Um, so, how much longer do you think you think these this is going to last?
0: Um, I'm, I mean, until the governors get 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 control of those states.
1: Well, there's some governors that are never going to control their states because they're they're idiots. So, they're never going to quiet. Call, let's say New York for instance. Mayor uh, De Blasio, take it easy on these people. Please take it easy on them. Oh, really? So they can go in and destroy. Some little black man's shop or a, a, business, a mama platform, you know, and and hit this lady with a board and beat on her, and uh, the cops just both take it easy on these guys.
0: And and, and that's what people aren't understanding. I and mean, this is not in honor of this man. This is just opportunists using it to 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 cause havoc. And and there's people, and I'm sure there's people that's gonna make a ton of money off of the the mayhem. And there's a lot of people that are going to lose a ton of money. Like those jobs, those buildings burned down. Those companies aren't coming back. And those people that work there, they're out of work now. Yeah. And, and... That's what our economy needed. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? And that's why I try to tell some of my young buddies, i was like, yo, listen, this is not good. I said, whenever I said every and, and, I, and I, I repeat it again, every 10 years or so, some some black man gets murdered wrongfully or gets the ass beat like the Rodney King riots. I remember that. That, mm-hmm. that was a national national thing. And some of those places never recovered from those looting and rioting.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you, Julius, I think that if they were to say, okay, from now on, the only thing we're going to have is black cops. Black cops only. or Black and Latinos, let's mm-hmm. say. You know, minority cops only. No whites. And they did what they did. We'd still have a riot. Yeah. So it's not about race, uh, it shouldn't be about race. It should be about the cops only. You know, I don't think race should be uh, uh, as far as race against the people doing it. Because what if that guy was a black cop? Oh, yeah. You think there were? Was- it? No,
0: it's still, it's still there. There, there probably would have still been. I, I think that some people wouldn't have wouldn't have galvanized as much. But the fact that I think uh-huh. it, it was an extra spark in the bucket of gasoline, the fact that he was Caucasian.
1: Well, not only that, but he was—he—he he looked like an asshole. Yeah, my dad,
0: my dad, he looked at the situation and he watched the video with it muted, and he was like, "This dude had zero emotional reaction to this man.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Zero emotional reaction. I wonder if he, what his background is, whether he was military at one point. He can...
1: I don't know. I think they said he had ten or fifteen times before where he's been in trouble. Yeah, issues. I mean. I would say he's a troublemaker for sure, and uh, uh, I wouldn't want to be on that jury because I'd already walk in finding him guilty, and I'd walk out. Mm-hmm. And find him <laughs> 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 it just wait four, or five, or ten minutes.
0: You walk <laughs> in guilty. Well, we don't. We didn't ask you that yet, sir.
1: Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> well, they asked if you can. You can. You say, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I'm guilty, but I can be fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, and, 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 you know, that guy, that guy's, oh yeah, and then apparently the Asian cop, that dude's married to the Asian cop's sister. hmm Really? Family mm-hmm. thing.
1: I heard two of those guys were trainees, too. You wow, know? and they're already canned. Well, they teach at the academy, you know, if you're fresh out of the academy, I don't know all the rules and laws and regulations, you know. <laughs> first off, you know, if you see somebody, another cop doing something wrong, what do they tell you? Report him. Stop it. You know, do something about it. Don't just stand there. Fresh out of the academy, that's a, you know, they're going to. That is true. That's when you, you know, when you come out of the academy, I hated trainees when I was out on the field because they come straight out of the academy and okay, put all that shit away. (laughs) Let
0: let me show you how the job is really done, bro. (laughs) That's exactly how it is.
1: You know, that's, and we didn't do it by the book because by the book we get you killed mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. So you just do it the way to survive, you know, and and be legal about it as, as close to legal as you can be, you know. But I don't know, you know. Uh, I heard that they were creating. I don't know. I, I just somebody was telling me that there were a couple, couple of. Tra- yeah, sure. Tra- I
0: said, well, like, what's what's his name? Uh, the the Breakfast Club dude, Charlemagne. You ever you heard of that
1: dude, Charlemagne the God? Yeah, yeah, I saw him on. I saw that video with is that is he the one that uh yes yeah
0: yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah that was that was interesting. I actually did watch that entire interview, but Charlemagne seems to think that because of uh the, the the disdain all these people have for Trump is that he might be the first president to actually do reform in certain areas that other presidents were scared to touch but and he and he sees a lot of changes coming down the line. And he said, but and he said, and he was even talking about how sometimes even though, like I guess there's this, this magazine that has that, been anti-Trump's ever since even f- before the election, and they had to fire, they had to let go a huge chunk of their staff, and Trump doing normal Trump gloated about it. Yeah, you see these people they had to fire all their folks. Magazine's tanking, and then and the dude was like, Charlemagne was th- was that tacky? Yes but that was honestly his feelings. Who's going to cheer for their enemy? That magazine was his enemy. And when they do bad, he was
1: happy. (laughs) It was an honest reaction. (laughs) Well, you know, when he says the mainstream media is the enemy of the Mm -hmm. people, what he's saying is they're his Mm -hmm. enemies. They're they're actively trying to take him down. They've been actively trying to take him down since day one or since before Mm -hmm. day one. It's the same group, same uh, CNN, uh, New York Times, or whoever, you know. I mean, it's the same newspapers and, and, and TV stations, you know. You think even Fox News, there's a lot of people that hate him on Fox News.
0: Well, he's, And I always tell people, too, like he, the people have so much disdain for him. But it, And here's the problem. Some of the people that helped him get into office that voted for him, they don't like him as a person, but they think he has the country's best interest in mind.
1: <laughs> that would be me. So, so <laughs> I tell you, I'm about to know, you know about yeah. again. I Yo, I,
0: I, I know I, I shit. I know a bunch, a bunch, a bunch of brothers that 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 are um. And, and what's funny is a bunch of African American men that are definitely rallying up and going to be hitting the polls for 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 Slick Don.
1: Well, you know what? It takes a big man to stand up against a crowd and do mm-hmm. the right thing. Uh, even though uh, it's easier to say, yeah, yeah, I hate him, I hate him, and you go into the booth and you vote for him. (laughs) It's easier to do that than to stand up and say, no. He may be rough around the edges. He may not talk presidential, but you know what? He does the right thing when it comes right down to it. You know, he may have had a sordid past with all kinds of prostitutes maybe. Who knows? I don't really care because you know what? Look in the mirror. (laughs) And on top of that, you know there's countless stories in the bible where God's used the the worst people to do his work yeah, yeah. you know want to get religious about it i mean god used to, look at paul wasn't he a anti-christian he was abusing christians mm-hmm. and all that stuff and god made him blind and next thing you know he's working for god you know spreading the word of jesus after uh, you know jesus was crucified and all that you know so uh you know uh, trump is no angel but uh, God picks the people He needs, the time that He needs them, and right now America needs a, a strong leader. He does need a America needs a bull in a China shop because the China shop is actually belongs. to China. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yes, that's why I had one of my one of my friends was under the like they were under the assumption like with the whole the whole COVID thing. They thought it was a Chinese ploy to destroy the American economy, and I and I even told them I said, well, that doesn't really make sense because. Kind of China kind of relies on our economy <laughs> to keep yeah, going. They, do. they make so much money off of us.
1: And that's why they're uh, scared of Trump. They are afraid of Trump because he's the one guy. And you know what the thing about Trump though is he identified these people even before he got elected. Mm-hmm. He campaigned on China. All of our jobs are going to China. All of our money's gone to China. Everything China, China. And he's right mm-hmm. though. Look at wait. And I'm not saying that Detroit, that China builds all our cars, but look at, look at our, our job Look at the jobs in Detroit, Motown, Motor City, used to be, you know, one of the strongest cities in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that industry, all the automobile industry and everything supporting it, all these jobs now are outsourced. Mexico is a big provider of a lot of that stuff. You know, uh, they have a lot of the factories for these auto builders, auto companies are in Mexico and, and other places, you know and they, they uh, import uh trump what's he doing he's taxing all that stuff now he's making it so the companies say well it's cheaper just to build them in the united States Mhm and that's a good because who benefits from that the american people
0: and 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 that's like when like one of the things I had a conversation with before, like some people were saying like war stimulates economy. I said the whole way we fight wars now with the contracted guards and all this other shit, I said back in the day. Wars created jobs because, you know, they they, mm-hmm. they building tanks, building and tanks, that. and all. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> it, it's oh. not like it was back in
1: the day. So, well, they're using drones, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, the only the only people that get stimulated are companies like Boeing and the, the big aerospace yes. companies. Yes, and they're already wealthy anyway because I know guys that work for them, and they're making you know forty dollars an hour or something to work on a factory line. You mm-hmm. so, know, well, for a factory worker. You know, 40 bucks an hour, good money. Definitely. Or more on what they make. But they make big bucks, you know. Shit. and And uh, I just think industry's the way to go. Yep. You know, we need to start building our cars here. We need to start making our clothes here. We need to start making our medicines here. We need to start. I'm, everything we need, we need to be self-reliant. We don't need to be relying on other countries, you, especially China. You know what
0: I'm hoping? I'm hoping that Trump pushes the, uh, pushes the legalization of, of, of marijuana. Because I, I yep. was actually reading this article, and it basically said, during the time they banned um, marijuana, mm-hmm. hemp had an innovative invention invention that was going to probably run cotton out of business. Really, and one of the reasons is the cotton folks had the had the money to lobby to get it
1: banned. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't see how. Marijuana is so evil in the first place. I mean, it's... I just—I don't know. I grew up around it. You know? It's just to I me, mean, it's not—it's uh, not evil. It's just, uh, and it—it's not a gateway drug to doing other drugs either. You know, there's a lot of there, there's now all these states are legalizing. I know a lot of older people that do that shit at home. You know, yeah, and and,
0: and it's definitely, definitely, it shouldn't. There's there's so many uh, medical advances to help with people with Parkinson's and. Anxiety disorders, even even strands with very low to no THC, which some of these companies created, yeah, that will help everyone out. Like with, with people who are suffering from chronic illness, and 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 I think another thing too is that I think some folks are saying that the medical industry doesn't want it because it would take away money from them because some people will be going straight to their local pharmacists slash and getting their, their their dose from them instead of buying the meds that the
1: doc prescribed.
0: That's true.
1: Here in Florida, they have doctors that prescribe marijuana mm-hmm. and there's only a certain few. It's like a little mafia. Okay, okay. And, of course, you know, if you want to get a marijuana card, you have to go to this doctor and they do the, the review and they check your records and then they'll, you pay the doctor like 500 bucks or something. Oh wow. And then you pay the state another couple hundred bucks. You know, it's a bigger racket. A big racket. See, and then they'll prescribe you like uh, enough to get freaking 20 people high for a month. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah.
0: Here's what's fucked up about Virginia. Like you you know like how Virginia, the, the state controls all the liquor stores, the ABC stores. Yeah. There's already a jockey and I think Virginia's predicting that marijuana will be legalized. The state's already mm-hmm. jockeying to take over groweries. They're gonna make it where private people can have groweries here in Virginia, but mm-hmm. the state's gonna fucking monopolize the market and make it where it's so expensive and unreasonable for private people, just like they did with the alcohol. So it's gonna be, and, and the thing about it, they're using your tax dollars to profit and in taxing you on money you spend on stuff that you're buying that was generated by your tax dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: like a, it's like having a bad case of flea. Uh,
0: <laughs> so uh, I don't I was telling him I said, "Yo, if the state's going to take over weed, they ne- weed needs to be tax-free over this bitch."
1: Well, <laughs> you know these states like Colorado who have dispensaries and you don't need to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Here in Florida, they have a doctor prescribed, but uh, they're trying to push to have it where anybody can have it if you're over 18, just like alcohol, you know, or over 21, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're fighting against that. A lot of people are fighting against it. And I, I think part of it's got to do with the fact that, you know, prices are going to have to come down on that shit, for one. And then, you know, the doctors are going to be cut out of the loop completely. Because it, why would I go to the doctor to get medical marijuana? when I just go to the marijuana shop and buy it?
0: And and that's one of the things I always looked at, too. You know how everything's 21, 21, 21. You got to be 21 to have a beer. But you got to be 18 to die for your country.
1: My kid had it. My kid who just shipped off Mm -hmm. last week, mad about that because, you know, he couldn't, of course, I let it out. Of course. Yo. I'm
0: gonna be dating myself
1: cigarette?
0: Cigarette. I don't care. <laughs> you know, i'm be da- I'm yeah. gonna be dating myself, but like when we went like in the old school puerto Ricans taught me this when i was in the um when I was in the army, if we're going to war together, we're drinking together, we don't give a fuck if you're seventeen, 17, 18, 19, 20. nineteen twenty, you're drinking right. with us we're gonna die, you're gonna party with us, and we're going to take care of you yeah if we're gonna die together we yes. party together and, and that's that's why I said if you're old enough to vote for your public i mean if you can't do shit until you're 21. Then you shouldn't have the right to vote till you're 21. Till you're 21 you should be a minor. <laughs>
1: well, not only that, but okay. Why do you need a damn license to buy a bottle of whiskey but you don't need a license to go vote?
0: Wow. Go vote,
1: That's But you don't need an ID to go vote. You know?
0: Wow. Why? That is that that you hit that on the that nail on the head. Man. That's I never thought about it
1: like if, that. Kids, if, if you have to have, an, you have to be twenty one and have an ID to prove it, which I just got ID the other day when I bought a bottle of wine. I was all happy because I'm 16. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, if you need an ID to to get it, I don't. It doesn't make any sense. You can be eighteen to vote, and you don't need an ID, so you can actually be fifteen to vote, or you could be an illegal alien to vote. We so don't care. <laughs> just come to I mean, I'm sorry, just to vote. <laughs> Yo, and, and- what? You know you can't have any alcohol because yeah. you might get drunk and vote for a Republican. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, you know you know who else? I, I, I'm gonna get Eric Eric to come on it because you know it'll be a good combination. If I could get you and Eric on a podcast, you guys will have a fucking field day.
1: Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, Eric get, or, get, hmm? uh, or the uh, the opposite. S- say again. Does he think like I do, or the opposite?
0: Um, Eric's Eric's. I can't even tell you how Eric thinks. Eric, like, I mean, it's cool, but everything. Eric is a what I usually call him. I call him an amazingly, amazing, magnificent asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call Eric. Uh, uh, feather tight. Yeah. Oh man, yo, he says some of the most fucked up shit at work, and it's and it's hilarious. Like when he wasn't sitting next to me, I actually missed the guy when he was gone because I would hear him say stupid shit throughout the day, and I'd be in my cube chuckling. Like, when a telemarketer would make the mistake of calling him, one day I'm sitting over here yeah. and he goes, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, no, I'm at the police station right now. They gave me my phone. Yeah, they gave me my phone. I got, I had one phone call. You're using my phone call right now. But why don't you call me back in about six months? That's when I probably will be getting out of, getting out. <laughs> 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 uh, Yo, he sits there and he's fucking hilarious. And, and then the best thing ever is to get him drunk. Like when we went out drinking for the first time, I was like, "Oh, this dude is even more crazier drunk because he's freaking even more hilarious." Mm. But yeah, I will introduce you. I introduce you. Yeah, we've been we've been on here with shit. We've been on here for sixty six minutes already. So probably, probably we'll probably wrap it up and, and start another okay. episode later. Um. All right. Um. Is it? Oh, well,
1: well, I think. Pray for America. Let me tell you. Pray that the thing uh, ends. I. And that we start a new chapter. I mean, it's time. We need to move on. I, I
0: definitely I definitely I definitely pray. Like I tell people, like, you know, I've been all over the world and I've been to countries that I don't mind going back to, but the number one country where my heart is, where my where where, where I will die will be here. You know what I'm saying? Um this yep. is I say the best country in the world, maybe because all the people I have core close to my heart are here too, but I do have friends and family spattered across this globe. But yeah, I'm all American, you know.
1: It's so much easier here, living, uh, going to the grocery store, doing anything. It's just so much easier here in America than it is anywhere else. You know, they've, they've made life good for us. But, mm-hmm. You know, when I to bed, when I went to bed last night, I prayed for my kids, mm-hmm. both well, my family, my kids. You know, and I pray for President Trump, and I pray for this country because, you know, those are the things that are important to me right now. And uh, you know, without any of those. This country is gonna. Well, our life is not gonna be the same, you know. And I like my life the way it was before all this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it'll get back to normal.
0: And you know, you know, one of the things I, I do have to like, like, there are certain people you meet in life. Um, I definitely, always, 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 always had a connection with you because one thing, you're a manly man. There, you don't have to guess where the fuck you're coming from because you already you leave that shit out in the open. <laughs> And, that, and that's yeah. and that's what I that's what I love. I was like, okay, listen. I was like, oh fuck, I pissed Jerry off. I was like, all right, let's just not do that again. <laughs> and you let me know. I don't want to have to deal with this shit no more. I said, like, I got to, I got to. But then after like the next day, it was like over. <laughs> as long as you don't yeah. keep fucking up, and and you were you were an amazing boss to work for, and I always always had always always enjoyed and 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 had a sense of loyalty, you know. For you as a boss too, so you know what I'm saying I, I I like to thank you for your contributions to your country, and thank you for your contributions you. to you know me as a, as being your one of your former employees. Um, I appreciate you, brother.
1: <laughs> All right, I appreciate you. You're a Good guy, man. Really enjoyed working
0: with you too. Brother. Oh, thank you, brother. But yep. So we'll, we'll we'll shut it down. I actually uh, after we get off of here, I'll give you a call real quick too. All
1: right. All right. Good.
0: Stay blessed, stay positive. I'll see you when I see you. This one is out. Does it let you join? Uh, doing the thing and turning on oh. All right, so it should pop you in. I'll be able to hear you on my headphones once you finally get in. Because it won't start recording until you get here. <laughs> Oh, is this happening on the phone we're on now? Yeah. Oh, we probably got to hang up, too. (laughs) Because that probably won't let... Because it has to take over your microphone. Because it's going to be recording through. All right. I'll see if it lets you in. All right. There you go. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Yeah. I was was just thinking of. I'm i was just thinking about that too i was like wait a minute uh the the app has to actually take over the microphone of the device so i was like oh what's talking that probably stopped it from working <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> but yeah like usually on in the intro I, I pop in the pro- a podcast i'll say uh, you know ladies and gentlemen welcome to the podcast my name is julius oh uh, julian black this is my brother jerry we're gonna talk about a number of topics today um you can also add. Oh, you actually put your, twi- your, your Twitter out there if they want to follow you and your political commentary. So, what's your what's your Twitter? Mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, give me just a second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Do uh, you need to? I, I should... I mean, yeah, because I've, I've been so times I didn't know
0: what what my latest one is. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. People get butt hurt. But yeah, if, if you if if you don't already have me on uh, on Twitter, go ahead, guys, at me at j uh, a j a c l i n t o or look me up on all social medias. Julian Black, Black with a Q, B L A Q, J U L I A N B L A Q on all social medias, and also hit my Facebook page with a like. But uh, actually, I'm looking. I'm I'm trying to look at the Twitter now to see if uh, I set like up uh,
1: Okay. Okay. You need mine or what?
0: Yeah, well, it was just so with people if they want to if they want to follow you on Twitter, so they can you know be all right.
1: That uh, at catman d is a yeah. at c e m a n d seven 7861
0: Oh, you got a bunch of you got a bunch of stuff up in there.
1: <laughs> Get a job, you call me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that
0: is. That's, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Yeah, but yo, know, like, actually, I was gonna, I was gonna talk to you too. One of my buddies, he's, uh, he's actually about to go to a, a protest in North Carolina, and I asked him why, and he was like, "Well, I just want to do my part." I said, "Do your part, going out there and getting your ass beat by <laughs> standing with a group of people who can become violent against folks." I said, I, "I won't put my safety in another person's hands by going to any of these protests." that are and a lot of them are turning violent they're they're, they're they're looting and rioting and and all sorts of other crazy stuff and 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 i just can't wrap my head around how they think that that's going that's going to honor the memory of an individual that passed away well, i think but,
1: uh his memory's already been gone i mean you know they're in fact uh, your friend is going there you know i think if uh as long as he doesn't get uh, arrested or hooked up with the wrong people, you know, uh, he gets caught down there. You know, I think it's a federal crime to cross the state line to go do a, a riot. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, he he, he he he's his friends are going to do allegedly peaceful protests. They want to go and do peaceful protests. And I said, but the problem with the peaceful protests is you got these folks in there that are agitating the situation and taking the opportunity to start looting and, and turning a lot of those alleged peaceful protest violent like i i watched this uh on um, facebook there's this lady standing in front of her store trying to protect her store and eventually the young black dude starts punching this little white lady in the face and busting the windows i was like i was like that is horrible
1: (laughs) is that where they attacked her with the boards too
0: yeah they hit her with the board and broke the board on her head
1: yeah yeah That, that was that lady looked like she weighed maybe 100 pounds you know
0: Itty bitty little thing and getting attacked, trying to protect her business and her storefront. And, and a lot of these businesses aren't going to recover. That's why I, I, I told a young lady that was uh, a friend of mine, I told her, I said, listen, even from the Watts riots, there's are still debris and, and they're st- they still having 100% recovered, recovered from that.